Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, another full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your fourth official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We'll also discuss Grinder's time in Scotland, Pooba's Bloody Mary recipe, and a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair a 20-year-age Glendevron Scotch with Monte Cristo's 1935 Linea in Maltus. So we have a uh, fantastic double Robusto here provided by Puba, the Monte Cristo Linea 1935 Maltese, which is pretty significant in your hand, Puba. Yeah, certainly it is got some girth certainly has some girth it's a it's a fif- uh, 53 by six inches 
um, double Robusto. It's the middle of the three sizes of this Monte Cristo Linea 1935 line. There's the Dumas, which is five and an eighth by 49. And then there's the Leyenda, I guess it's called. It's a 55 by six and a half inches. So that's the um, big daddy. So this is a uh, release that Monte Cristo did, that Habanos did to celebrate the uh, formation of the Monte Cristo line in 1935, obviously pre-embargo Cuba. And this is, a, I guess, a pretty rare stick to find, Puba. It is. It's, it's, not, um, it's, not a limit, it's not a limitada. It's not a regional, but it's, I guess you would call it a, I guess you call it a limited production run. It's certainly a hard cigar to find, and it's, it's pricey, which we'll get into in a little bit. I, I think it's interesting. It has three bands on it. So it has the normal Monte Cristo Habana band. It has the, uh, uh, like a gold embossed Linea 1935 Maltese, which I guess they have three of them for the uh, three individual sizes. And then on the end, it has a... Uh, a foot band. A foot yeah, band. foot band, yep. Which you don't see a lot. Nope. It's, it's fancy. And the, and the presentation of the box is 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 unique it's, it's really a, nice it's really it's a really nice box of 20 cigars um it comes in a cow with a cardboard outer box um uh uh with the uh with the box code and, and date uh and then the the box itself is that um god i don't it's know it's like a mat you, it's like a yeah, yeah it's like a it's a finished box um, it has velvet on the bottom, and right? It has some, like, almost like a velvet on the bottom. Um, uh, it's really, really nice presentation. Gold Monte Cristo uh, logo, Linea 1935 logo on it. Uh, really beautiful presentation. I think a box be, of 20 be, cigars. Before, you know, obviously before we smoke it, I think it's suffice to say you're paying for some of the, pre, the presentation. Definitely. And yeah. the name. And the name. You're definitely paying well, for the and, name. And, well, and when you look at the construction, just take a look at the roll yeah. and the construction of the cigar. That's perfect. Um, if you take a look at the foot um, and just how the tobacco's Very rolled, tightly rolled. Rolled. And then on the, on the draw, I'm getting, it's open, but some resistance. Definitely some resistance, but got, not bad. Not I've bad resistance. Fantastic draw here. Yeah, it's really nice. Amazing cedar notes I'm getting. Yeah. Is anyone else just it, the nose of the wrapper on this cigar? I, I just feel like it's it's no, it's, it's, it's light. tons it's, of milk chocolate. It's yeah, very light for me. yeah. There's a sweetness to it, and yeah. the cold draw. If you, you just tasting the wrapper, it's delicious. delicious. I can't wait to light this cigar. If you I was in my car and I couldn't light up a cigar, and I could just puff a cold <laughs> draw the cigar, I just feel like I'd be very satisfied. You yeah. probably would. Or, or you could there, just right? smoke it in the there car is. like some other lizards in the room. That's Senator, that's what, yeah. this is what you do when we have the wife in the car. You just sniff the cigar as you drive. <laughs> sniff the stick. You know, you know what I'm noticing too before we light is that there's a lot of tobacco in the cigar. Oh yeah. Oh, it's oh, packed yeah. in. It's oh, packed yeah. in. But the draw is nice. I mean. It's the, and it's got a dark, oily wrapper. does. Really It's got nice. a sheen to it. Yeah, nice yeah. sheen to it. The ash may be structural on this because of the pack, how packed it is. Yeah, sure. I, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I hope Shall so. we light? All right, boys, let's light it up. The Monte Cristo Linea 1935 Maltese. Cuban, of course. Yeah, there's a lot of tobacco in this. As I toast this, I can't wait to try it. So this is a pretty expensive cigar. Um, I, I, I'm seeing that it's ranging anywhere from, 
you know, if you can get it at a decent price, I know it's very hard to find right now, but anywhere between 32 and 48 bucks a stick. So it's not a, uh, certainly not an everyday smoke. Perfect for the holidays. Toasting nicely, though. Mm. Mm. The box date on this is June 2019. Factory code BRE. Ooh, the light is wonderful. Wow. 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 That's really nice, Pooba. This is delicious. It delivers a lot. So I, I have not had any. I, I've not had any of these before. Have you guys? No. I know no, Pooba obviously has. But. No. Wow. So I personally don't smoke a lot of Monte Cristos. I love a good Monte too. I love a great Monte Four. Some of you guys I know smoke more Monte Cristos than I certainly do, but yeah. you know I found them to be uh, from Habanos. I would say more on the inconsistent end. They Monte are. Cristos. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I. You know, I love Monte's. Every every Monte I have is 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 delectable to me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm partially biased because it's one of my favorites. Um, even I even the some of the smaller ring gauge like the Lanceros they have, very very tasty. What are you guys getting on the light? Still light, still very. I get the cream. I cut. I you know. I'm, it's creamy. The, it's the white creamy. chocolate that you had on the on the nose, I get more on the on the draw now. You know, white chocolate's a great. Uh, it's, I think it's. I a, thought more milk chocolate, but oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I meant milk chocolate. It's creamy, no doubt about it. Kind of nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Get some almond. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's I, delicious. I, definitely almond. not woody. I'm getting an, a, an no. amalgamation of a bunch of different flavors, but. It's really, really nice, really smooth. Which is very Monte Cristo-like. I mean, I feel like the Monte 2, the Monte 4, it's a chocolatey smoke. You're not getting a cedar bomb or anything like that. No. No, no. The retro does have some good spice. Oh, it does. It's got some pepper. It does. Right? But it's Mm. like, as Michael Scott would say, it's kind of like the afterbirth. (laughs) I feel like like it started... for me, it's starting off kind of full. Um, so they describe it as a full-strength cigar. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're saying what they're calling the first time by Monte Cristo, they're branding this as a full cigar. Yeah, I don't per- see that. Personally, I would say it starts off medium. I, I don't think it's. I don't see full. full. Oh, but I, I do see. I do. See, I get some spice. I don't get it full. I'm though. sure it picks up. I'm not yeah. getting spice, but I'm getting some really beautiful. The burn is very light, fucking phenomenal. Very light chocolate notes. Mm-hmm. And on the smoke, it when you bring this, this cigar to your nose, really beautiful aromatic chocolate. Really. Very aromatic. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it I've never had a cigar that has an aromatic smoke that's chocolatey. Not a, not a ton of smoke output, but not in a bad way. Mm-mm. Excellent flavor. Decent, decent amount of smoke. Decent. It's just getting going. Um, it's definitely a Cuban. right? You get those notes, those traditional notes, but it, there's... I don't say floral, but very Cuban, chocolate. Cuban twang, chocolatey. Yeah, yeah. It's it it tastes though. It it does it tastes aged. Is this? It's not. Is this aged? It's a 2019. 19. I don't know if these it's from 1935. For <laughs> 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 this is the year you were born, right? When I have my first cigar, I will. The, the, the primings that go the primings that go into this are. It, it, this is the choice leaf. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's gonna that's gonna get rolled into this this cigar. Habanos describes it as an exquisite selection of tobacco leaves coming from uh, what looks like four different plantations: San Juan, El Martinez, San Luis, Vuelta Abajo, Vuelta Abajo. and Pinar del Rio. 
All in Cuba, top regions. Well, Pinar, yeah. yeah. Grinder, I feel like you were spot on when you said almond. Mm-hmm. The, nuttiness the nuttiness is pure almond. It's delicious. Delicious cigar. And on the finish, you're getting. I get the I get the almond on the finish, not on the draw. It has a long, long, long finish. Oh my! I was just, I was saying when I rudely interrupted Bam earlier, the the burn on it is really really good. I agree. How would you guys describe this uh, compared to other Cuban Monte Cristos? Premium. Yeah, There's no I doubt mean, about it. There's no more refined, I, more refined and smoothed out. More nuance. I mean, this doesn't even have a ton of age, but you can tell by, I guess, that premium tobacco and the leaves that go, the leaves that go into this. It, it, it doesn't have the bite that you sometimes get on a Monte Two or even a Monte Four. Much more flavor out of this than a Monte Two. Yeah, I'm I'm restraining my enthusiasm because the flavors I'm getting are spectacular, Puba. It's it's a delicious cigar. Don't restrain. I mean, I, I it's got a it, it, it's got a level of complexity to it, just even off the light. Great um, stick. You know what I find Great when stick. we review cigars like this? I'm just going to speak openly. When we when we grasp a cigar that ha, that is delicious like this, like the one we did with you, Rooster, your cigar, it quiets the room because it's so it's just so tasty, and we're enjoying it. I can't I can't take my time with the cigar. I can't. I want to go through it, and I can do another one. Yeah, I'm starting. I, I'm it's starting so to lose good. It's that good for me. I'm sucking it down. Well, I'm really right. sucking I it thought, down. I thought you make love to every cigar, Bam. I'm naked with this one right now. <laughs> yeah. I am naked in the room with this cigar. Yeah, but it's so packed with tobacco. It's it's so. What I'm noticing is um, it's really well constructed. Yeah. And and with that construction, it. it, it so we just so. As opposed to, if you were to contrast this with the draw of a Padron, it's got a it's it's got a more snug draw. But I don't think that that's that this is a good thing. This is a very good thing. This is like you you know if you're going to heat this up and you're going to really and you need to kind of you need to take a little bit of time with this and not be so aggressive. Um, but it. Because the draw is just the it's it's just snug enough, um, and you're pulling. It's you're just pulling, snug yeah. enough. I mean the I. It, it's kind of burning rather quickly for me actually. Relatively, I I would say about a few minutes in, I'm already about a quarter yeah. of an inch, half an yeah. inch in. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of burning quickly. Perfect. Perfect. It's burning the line perfectly. Is great. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's got a razor sharp burn. Look look at this. Yeah. I mean I, I'm, I'm just. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, it speaks to the construction, right? Yeah. I mean, it's okay. like look, look at the at, construction. The ash is fantastic. The ash is fantastic. It's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's that kind of. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I wasn't expecting much. Um, from this cigar, I don't know it. Honestly, I don't know enough about this. I only know the Monte Two. That's really the only cigar no, I know. To, to, to I don't know the cigar, and I am blown away by how delicious this is. It's surprising. It's fantastic. It's really surprising. And to Puba's point too, I think this 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 reminds me uh, like holding it in my hand the way I want to smoke it. It mm. kind of reminds me when we did the uh, Chef's Edition a couple episodes ago. The way Puba said, you know, it's one of those cigars that when you sit down, you dedicate the time to this. You're not reaching for this in a rushed moment in a, in a with a limited amount no of time. Way. This is something you want to nurse and, nurse and really enjoy. You got to really kind of take it. It's a trip. Yeah. Is this uh, <clears throat> what's the Packaging uh, ten in a box, twenty in a box, twenty, 
two rows of 10. Um, and it comes in just this beautiful presentation. Uh, it has a velvet cover that goes over it and an outboard and an outer cardboard box as well. Pagoda, what do you think of it? My initial feeling is I en I'm enjoying it so much. I feel like going for the next draw immediately. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah, yeah. kind of like contrary to like, I know I've got to be holding it off for, to let the cigar cool down a bit, but I just feel it's hardly drawn to just pulling it back to my right. mouth and smoking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's hard to be it disciplined. Is, it, it's, it's delicious. It's, you can't be disciplined with this cigar. Yeah. I agree. It's just too good. It's, I agree. It's good. Yeah. So you got to be careful. You got to take your time. You have to be careful, yeah. but it, it's still performing. I mean, I, I'm I'm planning to rip through this cigar <laughs> and, and it's holding up. I mean, it's got a razor sharp burn. What did you do to us tonight? Excellent. What did you do? You gave us a cigar that we can't find. Yeah. Yeah, this is very hard to find. Let, me, let it be known for the listener. This is... A very, very difficult cigar to find right now. This is a nice one that we're having for the holidays. It's a nice treat that, that Puba's brought us. I know he procured these quite some time ago. But these are certainly something that I, you know, don't start Googling this and buying something you can find because whatever you're able to find is most likely going to be fake of these right now. Uh, they are not easy to find. How many more do you have of these, Puba? Ten. How much you want? <laughs> Bam's going to buy them all. Let the bidding... Rooster's going to have 40 boxes delivered yes. to his house tomorrow. He's going to have a pallet. Let, let the you bidding know, begin. The, what's, cool about, what's cool about it is it kind of, for, for me and my hopes and, it's, and what it kind of lives up to, is it's, it's delivering. When I first started smoking Cuban cigars, of course, you smoke the Monte Cristo number two, and, and those can be absolutely outstanding, and they can be absolutely um, frustrating. They yeah. can be really frustrating because they make so many of them. And the Monte Cristo flavor profile is super duper. It's the most popular cigar it is. It, within the Habanos SA catalog and distributed the most widely globally. And because of that, um, you just run into weird shit. Yeah, you do. You know, it's like, you know, Senator will have a box. Because Senator, I know Senator, you love you love Senator loves the Monte Cristo too, like like Bam loves the Monte Cristo too. But then I'll have some and you just they they have construction issues, they have burn issues. So the hopes, you know, you're hoping with with the with a box like this that you're saying, is is it gonna deliver me some of these classic Monte Cristo flavors that you just love so much, um, but in a premium, a premium release. And I think that that's what the objective was with this release was that they wanted to really deliver something that was that that was a, a premium rolled cigar with premium a, a, a different blend, but but or, or a different ratio of tobacco. They don't really blend uh, Cuban puros, but it's it's a, a, a different ratio with premium tobacco from Cuba that that exemplifies the Monte Cristo brand. And I think that this cigar does that. I think it does it pretty well. Um, and, and to your point about that, though, it, to me, it's frustrating as a, as a cigar smoker, a Cuban smoker, that I have to spend somewhere between 38 and, you know, taken off now. 48 bucks to, to get a premium Monte Cristo. Whereas some of the other stuff that, that Habanos makes and Partagas Upman, you know, you know, we love that uh, Upman half Corona. That's a $5 stick and it delivers every time. So it, it is a little frustrating to me as a smoker that Monte Cristo, you need to spend this kind of money to know what you're 
what you're going to get. I, I agree with that. And, and and as someone who loves the Monty too, when they're good, when, when they're, they're good, when they're good, and and that's where I I fully agree. They're <laughs> they're not the most consistent no. cigar. They're not Partagas. No. You know, we we started by re- reviewing in our first episode the the Partagas Maduro one, and I think one of the things we universally said is Partagas consistency is is almost unmatched among Cubans. And I would never put Monte Cristo in that category. And that's honestly why I actually saw these pop up might've been a year or two ago where I could have pulled the trigger and bought these. And I didn't because I was worried that Monte Cristo just doesn't deliver the most consistent of products when they're on, they're on, they're really, really good. And that's what held me back. But I have to say, I mean, we're, we're early in this cigar, but wow, Wow. I'm really impressed. Wow. Wow is an understatement. Yeah, it's really shocking how it's good this is. It's taking off now. I would like to ask the gentleman in this room that per, that aggressively procured Cubans, put this on the top of your list. Try to get these. You know, the one thing I will say these. for somebody who wants to get into Monte Cristos. Yeah, and, you, Rooster. And and I know that uh, Grinder recently bought, you bought some Monte Twos recently, right? And they were pretty young. And I know that younger uh Monte Cristos, especially the, the number two, are performing very well from the last two, three years. So that's something to look out for. That if if you're a if you're a a wanting buyer of uh, Cuban Monte Cristos and you've heard a lot about them, don't shy away from the younger boxes because I, th- I think a lot of them are performing well. It's a good point. And you, I, I'm not sure where my last batch of Monte Twos came from, Grant, uh, Giz. I think they came from you, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I've yet to have a bad. Monty too in that batch. Yeah, Cuba's had a very good run, and yeah. obviously you're going to get the inconsistency of the fact that these are hand rolled by human beings in Cuba. You know they're going to be inconsistent. It's also part of the adventure of a Cuban, I think. It right? is, but it's something that you don't want to gamble on for forty bucks a stick. True. I, I have to say, so obviously I'm so far loving this cigar, but if there's one thing that I'm just slightly frustrated by, I wish the smoke output were more. I agree. And I say that because this is a larger ring gauge cigar. I'm loving the flavor that I'm getting out of this cigar. And I just would expect more smoke out. A output. little bit more combustion. That's that's my only complaint. But I say that because I I wow. love the flavor. I just want more of it. I want you, clouds. You want of clouds this. of this, yeah. If you look at the ash here, it's a bright white it's awesome. ash, which it's, is not typically what you'd see in a standard production Monty. It's kind of it's performing almost like, like a Davidoff would perform, in terms of its burn. It's it's. it's Here's a technical question for you, cigar professionals in the room, and I've had this discussion with other guys that I have cigars with. If you look at my ash, it's a little crooked. What causes that? Like why why isn't it? I'll tell you. Yeah, I need just to, just to discuss it for the listeners. I'll tell you. You're, what causes you're, that? You're smoking it too fast. Oh, that's my that's one of my downfalls always but uh, honestly that's what does it when you when you're smoking a cigar too quickly and it's heating up too fast okay you'll see the ash curve turn. or turn or mm-hmm. even split sometimes now sometimes it can be the cigar could be sometimes your ass, it's just your ass is crooked is that what you said <laughs> <laughs> well this could come over here for rooster, rooster so I, come over ass. here and fix it okay? crooked, when, I, when, I, when I was talking before and i let the cigar cool down and I waited 30 seconds, <laughs> At, you know, in between uh, draws, it, it, it produced a, a nice big cloud of smoke. Yeah. So I think from my recollection of smoking one or two of these months and months and months and months ago, 
I remember being like, okay, it's something you, you, you know, if you're going to get aggressive with it because of the way it's rolled, it may not be, you're, you know, you have to kind of, Pagoda is almost halfway through this. You got to milk it. Yeah, I mean, wow, beautiful. Pagoda. 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 You're through it there. He's through it. That's gorgeous. Look at that ash. The ash is holding fantastic, really well. Obviously, a very, very well constructed cigar. Would you guys say this is one of the best Montes we have had? I think so. Oh, hands down, absolutely. Right, hands down. I've only had the Monte too, though. You have no, 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 no. You, you actually bought. And Rooster did the Monty 85th. Oh, that special thank anniversary you. cigar. Right. So you have had. Right. That's a very light, creamy, very elegant delicious stick. Delicious yeah, as it's, well. It's delicious, but in a different way. It's much milder than this. It now, is. this is not, I don't consider this to be a full cigar for me, but from the point of view of the flavor profile, it's almost all flavor. Is anyone, well, is anyone else getting, I'm, I'm about an inch through now, is anyone else getting like earthy, petrichor? Like after what's petrichor? No, petrichor. Petrichor is that is that scent that's like after after a rain and then the sun comes out and like there there's like a you know there's certain oils that come up from the earth and like petroleum coalesce and it's a scent. There's like a, <laughs> look it up. There's a fuck. There's I'm not an, I'm not fucking crazy. It's a real thing. It's like after rain scent. Like after a, a, a quick storm outside. Your palate is way too refined for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> cocoa all the way here. English is a second language for me. Oh, my cocoa. Lord. Uh, I just have good. to say. Good for me. A lot of petrichor. A lot of petrichor. You were saying something, Senator. Th- th- thinking about the, the Monty 85th anniversary mm-hmm. that I, to this day, regret tremendously not buying. I, that was the wor- one of the worst decisions I ever made. Bam bought a box. I got or, two, bo- or, or I two boxes. I bought two boxes, yeah. Rooster, yeah. I know, bought a box or two. A few. And you guys were nice enough to share them with me. And that was a fantastic, that was the creamiest cigar Very. I've ever had, period. I think most of us would agree with that. What this is telling me, having tried that Monty 85th, now a quarter of the way through this 1935, Monty's higher end Cubans are really spectacular. Yeah, they certainly are. Special really. tobaccos are being used in these uh, special sticks. Yeah. There's such sophistication in this cigar. I mean, my gosh. I, I mean, the, uh, so look, the I combustion got, is really improving yeah, here. I it know has I'm smoking a, a bit quicker. It, it is. It is. It's, 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 it's yeah. You're absolutely right, Pagoda. Yeah. It's now picking up. The combustion's picking up. And the finish, the finish is so, like, in between draws... The finish is so long; it just lingers. Mm-hmm. It just fucking lingers. And that flake, it's like, yeah. it's, it's like coating your mouth. Yeah, it's yes. coating the top yes. of your mouth. Yeah. Senator, it's exactly the right. Top of your mouth. And the flavor stays with you. I'm yeah. getting like oily, like yeah. oily of, chocolatey yeah. for yeah. me. Oily cocoa. It's, what do you think about the draw? I love it. I like this draw, which is like not too loose, yeah. not too tight, mm-hmm. kind of like right in the right in the middle. Right it in is. the middle. Right. It's slightly tight, but just yeah, slightly right tight, amount. but it's snug. It's good. You yes. know what's funny? Slightly snug. snug. You know yep. what's funny about my brain with with draw? The way that my brain relates draw to good or bad is even when it's like a little snug like this, I I really relate it to like how much smoke output there is. I don't know why my my brain works like that, but even when it's a little snug, if it was putting out way more smoke, you think if it's too loose. I, I would be. I would be even happier. But it's it's very good draw. I just I wish you. it was putting out a little more smoke. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I hear you. Like 
so for example, the Upman twos, like the 2014 Upman twos that I have, the way that they're rolled, that like they just produce tons of smoke, but it's a more open draw. Mm. It's just a different experience. So I think that I don't think it's a, it's not a negative or a positive. It's really just a different kind of experience that you're getting. These, I think with the premium cigar like this, um, aficionados, they do want, they do want kind of a, I mean, you kind of deserve a, a cigar when you're paying this kind of price. It should be packed. You shouldn't be able to blow through it. Yeah. Um, in a, in, you know, and, and have the thing light up like a chimney necessarily, but the smoke output, it's not tremendous. It's, it's in the middle. It's not, it's not bad. The combustion is very good. Yeah. But could it, do you, you know, are you a chimney with this thing? No. Right. And, and, and no, but I, it improves. I think it's it just, it, it's expectations, it right? So I, I think yeah. Puma's exactly right. The, the combustion's not disappointing on this cigar. It's, it's not, there's not minimal smoke output where you're questioning what's going on with this cigar. None of that is there. It's just when you have a larger ring gauge Cuban, your, your mind is just sort of trained to expect that there's going to be this crazy smoke output. And you don't necessarily get that, but the smoke output is, is perfectly it's, satisfactory. Personally, yeah, it, it is. It is. I think with some of the E2s that we've smoked, like those 2014 or 2015 E2s. The Partagas. Like the Partagas yeah. that are a similar size to this. That, that where when you smoke it, like you're like, wow, like I'm oh, just yeah. covered in blue smoke. Yep. Um, you know, so if you like that, if you like that kind of an experience, that's, you know, that's there. Um, but, it, but, but that E2 does not deliver the kind of full, that, the kind of long finish and flavor that it's a lighter smoke. Absolutely. That this, that, that this delivers. I mean, yeah, this, uh, is, this is this very is complex. A, it's a really, com it's, it's a more complex cigar. Yeah, yeah. The, the complex really it's, and it's a full flavored cigar, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's full flavor from the flavor point of view. It's full. Yep. But it's I wouldn't call it. It's not a strong cigar. It's not a strong cigar. No, no, no. Flavor wise. Yeah. The flavor wise is very body. Full. It's full I would, body. I, I would. So this is maybe where I disagree slightly. <laughs> I would say that so far, this is a medium full cigar. I would not say that this is full. I agree. You're but talking about the strength. Are, are you talking about the strength? You're talking about the strength. No, no. I mean, even the flavor. Really? I'm getting a, a lot of I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, here's a comparison. We, we've already reviewed this on another episode, the, the Partagas Maduro. I think the Partagas Maduro at this point in that cigar and at this point in this cigar, oh, it's the Partagas fuller. Maduro is it's full. It's different. In flavor, and I think this is medium full. That's it's, all. It's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's different. Sure. So honestly, but so, that's consistent with Monte Cristo. Totally. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just yeah. trying so, to put on a scale of kind of sure. how what the level of flavor. If I may, to Maduro one, yes, a full flavor, but a deep chocolate. Where this for me is a full flavor, but a cocoa. It's a milder type of chocolate for me. And cream. Yeah, it's very cream. creamy. Milk, milk chocolate. It, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, milk chocolate. Milk chocolate's right. a great example here. So uh, speaking of complex, I want to try the uh, scotch that we have in front of us here. I'm definitely ready to, to sip on this. Grinder was so kind to bring it to us. Yeah, let's uh, do tonight. it. This is a Glen Deverin 20-year Highland single malt scotch. It's of the Royal Burg of Banff edition. Um, this is this is a scotch that I think originally came out in the duty free uh, section of retail, right? You can only get it at those like tax free, duty free 
airports and stuff. They they selectively released it to some retailers around the world. I don't know where, you know, I got this as a gift from, from, from some colleagues recently. It's not a cheap bottle of scotch. It's, you know, 20 years, 300, $300 a pop. Wow. It's, it's a, it's, and it's, it's aged in sherry. It's like a, it's a, it's a sherry bomb from, from what I've, you know, I, I have tasted it before. It's that for, for the lovers of sherry in the room, the, the sherry cask uh, people that I know a lot of us are, I think this will, as I say, ring some of your bells. Um, this is actually, this is um, from what I can discern. And I'm like, you know, I'm, this is just as new to me as it is to, to you guys. Uh, Glenn Deverin is the name used by the McDuff Distil- Distillery. So there's a, a small distillery. and There's hundreds of distilleries in Scotland, some of which will, you know, distill for, for some brands. And then these big brands, they'll take it and they'll blend it and they'll make it their own. And they, they just pump out scotch, right? Others are, you know, they make this scotch as like a, a special release and it's like their special distillery scotch. And this, this seems to be of, of that, of that liking they, they typically distill for doers, but this, uh, this Macduff, um, uh, this Macduff distillery is specially released this and it is a sherry cask. Like I mentioned, you could definitely taste it on the, on the palate. Um, what do you guys think? I think it's great. It's fantastic. Pairs beautifully with this particular cigar. I think it's very good. And I have to say, I, Look and, at that thing. I, maybe other people feel the same <laughs> way. I, I'm just always very skeptical of Scotch brands that I've never heard of. I had never heard of this. I've never heard of it. Yeah. This is, it's very good. It's, it's very excellent. Good. It's very it's good. Excellent. Now, here's my question Is it worth $300 a bottle? I would, so I would, so I would, com- I love McAllen 18, right? McAllen 18 right now is, I don't know, maybe 350 Wow. I don't know. Not, That's right. It's That's probably, around, it's probably yeah. around 350 Um, and I, it's a lot of money for a scotch, but it's so good. I would compare. I would probably, having drank, drank a few, um, a few wee drams of this, yesterday, and then just now, I would still have it below my Macallan 18 because Macallan for me, I'm always going to love Macallan over mostly. Anything. I'm with you, Grinder. I don't think this stacks up to the 18, but. It's damn good. It's very good, it's yeah. It's damn well, good. I, I'm also going to say for the listener that is is saying, who, who in their right mind is going to spend $300 on a bottle of scotch? I, we don't do that generally. No, we don't do that generally at all. But what, what I'm going to say is, so I'm, I'm not a big McAllen 18 guy. Do I think it's a bad scotch? Of course not. It, it's fantastic. But do I think that it's worth $350 to me, again, to my palate? Absolutely not. No fucking way. I'll drink McAllen 12 mm-hmm. at 65 a bottle any day of the week over McAllen 18. And even if both were the exact same price, I'm still going to reach for the bottle of McAllen 12. <laughs> and so I, I just, I may offer a very different opinion here on this, but I am generally skeptical of very high priced scotches. And I think that there are some that produce some really unique flavors. I think some of the guys know I recently, a, a good friend of mine had a bottle of Oban 21, right. which was actually very unique. Nothing like in the Oban line. That's a $600 bottle of scotch. It's wow. not cheap. Wow. Jeez. Would I ever spend $600 on that? Probably not. But was it interesting and different? Absolutely. 
do I think McAllen 18 is so much more interesting and different than 12 or anything in their line? No, not no. to command that price. And do I think that this is so different than other things we can get? No. Take nothing away from this scotch, though. It's delicious. I just am a little skeptical of some of these at, at that price point that, yeah. that don't deliver what I think is threefold the experience or fourfold yeah. of, of the scotch. I, I think right. that, I think that's that's a that's a storyline for all these aged scotch. Right. Yeah, I, I I I um I had the the privilege of being in uh, Scotland pre-COVID, the end of nineteen. And um, yeah, pass the bottle around. We're gonna pass the bottle around. We're getting. <laughs> can we get it? Please, because uh, we're we're all empty. <laughs> Passing the bottle around, send it around, boys. I was in uh, I was in Edinburgh with the colleague, one of the colleagues who actually gave me this 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 scotch, um, and we were on a work trip, and we get there and we do a bunch of whiskey tastings. We, if if anyone's ever been to, to Edinburgh or hasn't been to Edinburgh, strong recommend. Not just from the from the from the scotch, right? But but the the city itself is fantastic. Be a great the, guy. The castle. Trip. Everything. I mean, I'm, I have some Scottish blood in me, so I was like getting all the feels and everything. It was it was fucking phenomenal. But we did this tour of all these distilleries. Really, really something special. And we were talking to a master distiller at one of the places in Edinburgh, and he said, he said the reality is, you know, I we we they, you know, he 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 blends 20, 25 year old Scotch, thirty year old Scotch, 12, 15, 18, everything up up in the line, right? And he's telling me, he's like, the reality is. Sometimes you, what after after twelve years, it doesn't really get that much better, and what you're paying for is just the fact that it's sitting there and not generating revenue for the for the distillery. So because of that, that's all you're really paying for. And there is, I do agree that there's incremental taste differentiation with these scotches that that go up in age, but it's for for some for someone that's drinking scotch on a regular basis. You know, imbibing and and in in a way that's obviously not over consuming, but enjoying it and and loving it. You're you're not going to get that that you're going to have some nuance that you're going to taste, but it's not going to knock your socks off. Right. And to hear this from a master distiller to tell me like, hey, don't you don't need to spend the extra dollar on the three, five, ten extra years on that scotch. He said to me, he's like, he said the thing that not that really brought him into that really said this is my life now. I'm going to make scotch. I'm, I'm going to live everything about this, this malt for the rest of my life was a, a freaking Glenmorangie, 12-year Glenmorangie. And that's like, you can, that's ubiquitous. You can, you can get that scotch everywhere. And he said to me, he's like, that's the perfect scotch. You know, it's, it's simple, it's light, if, and it's, it's got all the flavor of Scotland. You can taste Scotland when you, when you, when you sip it, and it's fantastic. And he said, it, we, have, we have aged scotch that is... You know, it does, it offers a lot more complexity, but at the end of the day, you know, I use that expression again, it, it just rings your bells. You get 12 year olds, 12 year old, uh, 12 year age gosh, and it's, that's all you really need. Yeah, right. When you sit down and you pour a Macallan 12, almost like an exclusivo, you know, it, 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 or that it's like that familiar friend that you sit down, like, uh, uh, I'm going to see my dad this week and I haven't seen him in a long time. There's only one scotch that we're going to drink together. Right. 
There's one scotch. Right. His cat is named McCallum. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> he has a cat. The cat, that's what he does. He's retired. He pets his cat. The cat is named McCallum. And, 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 and we're going to sit down and we're not going to drink McCallum 18. We're going to drink McCallum 12 because that's what you drink. Yeah. Well, you know, between a father and a son. And you sit down and you have a scotch and we're going to talk. Right. And that's 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 the drink. I mean, I mean, it's almost like you know. Uh, so, son, what are we gonna do? Okay, okay, all right. As long as you have, as long as you have scotch, we're good. You know what I mean? And we're gonna sit yeah. down and we're gonna have a scotch and we're gonna. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, all of us, I would recommend that that kind of trip you know, for all of us, all uh, the lizards. We should do it here and in we the room. We have we, to. We, we have to do that we, trip. This this trip was so freaking amazing. The guy I'm talking about. He's probably going to listen to this podcast and, and give it get a chuckle. He bought he bought kilts for all of this all of the team members. We all work together. Now you're we talking. We wore kilts all over Scotland. Now going now, to distilleries. You and are they, talking, they boys. They loved it. They loved it. I have pictures. I have pictures of me on the Skulkin Bridge at St Andrews, standing there crying because I'm a I'm a big golfer. Golf is was and was a big part of my life growing up, and to be in St Andrews, the birthplace of golf having, you know, drinking scotch in the morning to get the hair of the dog and then being there and, and, uh, and just enjoying the scenery. And it's, you know, it's the, it was a classic Scottish gray day and it was, it was, it was phenomenal. Any, any of you guys, if you have a chance to go over to, to, to Scotland and not and, wearing a skirt, you know, go to, go to, go to, go to the Highlands, go <laughs> to the, either by with my, or without undergarments. Do you have your undergarments on? No? <laughs> I yeah, did. I was just going to say, did. with but that's very rude to ask, very rude to ask. Yeah, I'm going, I'm, I'm sorry, going yeah. all long, long johns. All, all natural, <laughs> of course. <laughs> all natural. I would expect nothing less, man. You know I, what I, I'm I, getting out of this that I don't get out of the McAllen 12, and I, you know I love the McAllen 12. This is a sweeter drink for me. It's, it's very smooth. Yeah, it's, it's smooth very, but sweet. There's a lot of sweetness. There is a lot of. It's a lot of sherry. Yeah, well, and yeah. you don't get that in a McAllen 12. Now, is that worth three hundred dollars? It's a good question. Well, that's the thing but for did, me. It's like you have three hundred bucks to spend, right? Let's say you have three hundred, three hundred fifty bucks to spend on something. I, 9.999 times out of 10, I'm going to buy a box of cigars. And I know we're a cigar first podcast, but we are, yeah. it is hard for me to, to throw down that kind of money on, on a scotch. Whereas for a box of cigars, it's a, it's a no brainer. So it is an interesting kind of, I, 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 yeah, but even, I can forget, even forget cigars, right? I mean, you, you, you may just spend that on a 12 year or 14 year scotch. You sure, don't necessarily sure. have to spend that on an 18 or, or a 21 but what I was going to say that fascinates me about this, this is a 20-year. My experience has been with these premium price scotches that are 18 plus is that a lot of them are bottled at cask strength. They're really strong, intense. They've got a bite. You absolutely have to drink them over ice. Yeah. And what's amazing to me about this is this 20-year yeah. doesn't follow that mold, which I actually don't love. I prefer Agreed. if I'm going to buy a 20-year scotch, I want it to be smooth. I want it to be refined. I don't need to be punched in the face. I want it to be a little subtle. And I, I really appreciate this. I was just going to say, scotch. Uh, yeah, Senator, I'm like, I'm, you know, I had the, the first time I had this, I had it on over ice because that's how I drink my, my scotch. I just poured some neat 
Yep. And it, it's way so better. smooth. It's yep. so good. It's, it's actually way better. 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 Way better. Way better. Grinder, it's yeah. excellent. Well, I, I want to get back to this stick. I want to get back to so the stick, too. A, a, a story comes to mind with this stick that I, I, I want to I tell. And this involves Puba, who supplied this stick. So the, the funny thing is, and I'm sure it was probably from that box, the first 1935 Maltus that you lit, I'm pretty sure was at a lounge that we used to frequent. And I tell this story because this is so, uh, for the listener, I, I, I hope anyone who's ever been to a cigar lounge will find this as ridiculous as I do in that. We, we were members of this lounge and we're members of multiple lounges, but this place for a while. And the owner, for whatever reason, told us that we were not allowed to smoke Cuban cigars in a cigar lounge, which in my experience, frequenting tons of cigar lounges all across this globe. I've never heard anyone suggest that if you're a cigar smoker, especially a paying member of a cigar lounge, that you can't light up a Cuban cigar. So this edict was decreed, and we were told very clearly we are not allowed to have Cubans. And it was Puba who days later walks in our cigar lounge (laughs) with this exact cigar that we're smoking now. And he sits down and he lights it up. He's puffing away. I'm just sitting there dying laughing because obviously we're not supposed to have these. And the smile on Puba's face as he lit this cigar for the first time. I remember you had just gotten, I'm pretty sure, this box. Right. And he lights the first one. He's got a huge smile on his face. And he's just looking at me. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> From across the room as he's not identifying the band or the label or anything like that. And I was so curious about this cigar. But he had just gotten them. So he's like, I'm going to let them rest. I'm going to let them sit. And I'm so glad that he's generous enough to share these with us tonight because I now see exactly why you had the look you did on your face that night. But that, that's what I think of when I have this cigar <laughs> that, that night that. at that lounge. I forgot about that. And I think the, the follow-up, my follow-up commentary to that was you said something like, wow, you're doing that right now. And I said, yes, I'm trying to get kicked out. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I said, I want them to actually... Kick me out of the lounge. This is my objective. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it's exactly. It was a full-on revolution. It was a full-on revolution. I, I, I'm finding this cigar is is. Um, I don't find it changing much. Um, no, I'm no. glad it's not. I'm glad it's not changing. Yeah, I agree. It's really agree. fantastic. Flavor profile is not changing, but I think the strength is actually starting to pick up. Yeah, which is I'm nice. getting more strength too, for sure. It, it, it hit it, it hit its stride pretty well, I think. It, 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 down the stretch here, you know, we're in the probably um, I, 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 in the still starting very, the last third mm-hmm. here. Pagoda's almost done. It's uh, yeah, Pagoda's almost. <laughs> he done. He really is. He really is almost still done. very much. I've tried uh, to be disciplined. I could not. Um, this is still very but much. It hit, a, it, it hit it's hit its stride. See, like it settled in, yep. and kind of like really hit its stride, performing nicely. I mean. No complaints. Rooster, what do you think? It's a great stick. It's one of the best Montes I've you know, ever had, I think. It's most, a co- most cocoa, flavorful. Cocoa bomb. Most flavorful Co- Monte Cristo. Right. Does this make you guys want to smoke more Monte Cristos? Does it make you want to smoke more Monte Cristo limited releases? Maybe Ma- Monte Cristo limited. It yeah. makes Not the regular line. It G- does. Because it makes me want to buy the rest of that box. Off well, of good luck with that. I know. No, but to your question, it, it gives me so much more faith 
in their limited production cigar. I mean, the only limited production cigar I ever tried for Monte Cristo prior to tonight was that 85th anniversary. That was incredible. It was milder than what I normally smoke. Was that the number four? No, it was the 85th. Special edition. Oh, the 85th. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the only experience I had with a limited Monty. But after having this, I, I would be willing to try almost anything right. Monty makes. In I a think limited we capacity. should pursue. I love, we, I love we, pursue. Were, we were talking earlier about a Monte Cristo Especiales number, I think it was the number one skinny cigar, like a Lonsdale or maybe even a smaller ring gauge two, number Especiales two. Yeah. two. Um with a lot of age on it. I think it was from like the 1990s. I don't think they make it anymore. Uh, Fantastic smoke. I mean, it was so creamy, so delicious. But the age on that made it so complex and medium and not like overly powerful, but delicious smoke. When did you have that? I got just one from somebody. I bought a box of fundies from overseas. Recently? He, he just threw one in there. I just had one. From the 90s? A From the 90s, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, spe- that's special. That is yeah. very what special. What a nice yeah. gift. Yeah. I just ordered a box of the um, RYJ Panatellas with cellophane wrappers from 1990. So wow. I'll be coming in. Yeah, I, I um, can't I'm wait. A, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Monty's. Wow. I, I, to, to, to answer your question, does it make you want to smoke more Monty's? For me, no. Because I always want to smoke more Montes. <laughs> you know, I'm so, already, I'm already there. So let me ask you a question. So, so have you had the Petit Edmundo? Yes. yes. I was just going to ask yes. him that. Fucking you phenomenal. Stole that. A great smoke, right? It's you know, so good. When those are good, those are the awesome. same guy who gave me the Scotch, and we went to to Edinburgh with gave me a Petit Edmundo uh, last summer. I smoked it last month, and it was it knocked my socks right, off. So you know I, what I'm else is good? The Petit Number Two. Yes, it is. Yeah, I've heard very that. good. Yeah. Heard that. Can I it's ask a, sleeper. Yeah. Yes, uh, a novice question? How attainable are these cigars? Very. What do you mean? Those very. are extremely. Are they? Yeah, those yeah. are all regular production. I'm going to be a dissenting opinion, though, and I, I, this is more of a challenge. So the the Petit Mundo, there are a lot of people that love that cigar. I have yet to find a Petit Mundo that has at all impressed me or blown me away. Roosters mm. give me a Petit Edmundo. I felt it was a little rough around the edges. I've had some younger Petit Edmundos that I thought were just too mild to be interesting or something I would pick up yeah, regularly. So that's fair. I'm not sure if I just haven't gotten a great Petit Edmundo, but there's this group that loves these cigars. Senator, they're okay. They're not it, they're not a premium smoke they're a nice short smoke that delivers that kind of like a lot of smoke output in a short cigar so it's it's yeah it's kind of a utilitarian thing that you could put in your rotation but it's not something it's not a big experience in my view uh, yeah, and i say that though you because know, the monty too when they're on they're on they're really really good yeah. and yeah. so i just have yet yeah. to had a petite mundo that i say wow this is a really impressive one i'm, I'm still chasing that i i, I, I don't know i i um i just think i'm for, personally i'm a stickler for like the the history and the story and sometimes that wins over on whatever quality the cigar is and when i look at cigars cuban cigars when I when I look at a Monte Cristo, I love, I love the band that simple band of a Monte, I love that, and I will always love that band of a Monte. Well, yeah. I love that 
you know, the story behind all these, all these Cuban cigars, you know, and the lector, the, the lector reading the, the, the lector, you know, you know, that's yeah, why we have all these cigar, these Cuban yeah. cigars that are named after storylines, right? Some from Monte Cristo is named after the Count of Monte Cristo because the guy was the in, he was, the, he was in the factory as these hundreds of peoples are reading rolling cigars, book? reading the Count of Monte Cristo. And they're like, well, just call it the Count of Monte Cristo. We've been reading, we've been listening to this story for, you know, the, for, for days on days on days. Just like Romeo and Juliet, the story, Shakespeare. They read that in Cuba, in the factory. And they, you know, I love those stories. And some of these brands, you know, some, call me old-fashioned or whatever, but I'm, I'm always going to love them because, because of that history. And it's, for me, I love that. So I, I think that's really cool what, what, what Grinder was saying there about sort of the origin of some of these Cuban brands and the name. And what's funny, I was just reading about this cigar we're smoking, the 1935 um, Maltus. So Dumas, which is part of the name of this Alexander cigar. Dumas. Alexander Dumas. Exactly. It's the yeah. last name of the novel's author, Alexander Dumas. Maltus refers to the main Island. character's nickname in the book, the, Mal- the, the Maltese Sailor. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 right. it's that's nice. Awesome. They, they yeah, put cool. something. It's nice. Uh, they're sticking. They're sticking to the story. Yeah. And I, and it's, I, no matter the cigar is the cigar. And we talked about marketing and branding and how they're you know Padron versus others in in a previous podcast. And um, for me, it does win people over. It still has. It pulls at some of my heartstrings. You know. Yeah, and I and, and I also think that there's some I'd like to do, and I haven't explored this as much, but the um, I believe it's the Especiales, the Monte Cristo Especiales, they come in a, 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 a semi-boit nature box. Um, some of the smaller ring gauge Monte Cristos, longer formats, like the Especiales number two, the Especiales, I think are something, it's not a cigar that I've smoked, but they're well regarded. And I think that that's a, that's a size that I'd like to explore with Monte Cristo. I think that uh, you know, I haven't I haven't gone down that road, but it's worth exploring because it's a big line, and I think I think the Monte Cristo number two, it's so mass produced. There are other cigars within the within the Marca that are worth looking at, and 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 and, and this cigar, and you know, maybe it's a catalyst to say, hey, let's look at some let's look at some additional Monte Cristos that may maybe. You know, right. that maybe it's a great float point. Your boat, you yeah. know, it's inspirational. It, 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 this cigar, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a good marker. It, it's just you got to find, you got to, you got to find this, the, the, you know, what's gonna, what's gonna, what's gonna float your boat. Well, for me, I mean, you know, to answer my own question, like I have a box of Monty Fours that I've smoked one of, and it's been in my humidor now probably for ten months that I haven't touched. This is making me want to revisit that box. Now, I don't know if I'm going to go and buy boxes of Monte Cristos, but it's certainly making me want to revisit what I already have. And I think from a single standpoint, if I were to be able to buy a pack of five or a pack of 10 of a variety of these cigars, that's probably more where I'm at. I don't know if I'm going to go buy boxes of these cigars. You know? Right. I mean, Monte Cristo, not specifically this mm. one. I think some Monte Cristos I, with some age on it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I've had some aged Petit Edmundos that have been great. I've had some aged Monte Fours that have been really great. So age plays a big role. Um, these, in particular, they can lay down for a lot longer. 
and the, all the potential. I mean, when you're coming down and um, we're in the last third now, um, you can see the potential. You can see the potential in in how how good this cigar could be in five years. What are you getting yeah. now, Puba? At this, we're about. I'm about two inches away. Where the, you're about there, Senator. It's been pretty Grindr. consistent for me. And Giz, you're kind of there. I think yeah. the flavors are about the same as the beginning, but just it's more, elevated, more intense, a little yeah. bit more strength. A like bit right of, now, to uh, me, it's it's full now. Yeah, it is. Now it's full. It, yeah. it's really picked up in strength yeah. in a but nice way. Yeah, in a nice way, and still capturing those original notes. Yeah. I'm getting but the phenomenal notes, combustion right the now. Notes oh, that, yeah, notes that we got when we first lit the cigar were fantastic delicious oh, yeah. right delicious it's like that it's aroma like, out of that was it's like that yeah, first beer fantastic. on a friday i don't have any i don't have <laughs> i'm not having rough edges here no no not none at all. none very smooth so, so I, I have to ask we, we've talked a lot about pairing scotches with cigars i think on another episode we talked about pairing wine with cigars what else any time of day morning afternoon evening what else do you like to pair with cigars? Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. 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 coffee no doubt. I mean, I, mean, I guess I, I mean more alcohol, alcoholic drinks. Oh. Spirits. Red, uh, red wine. Bloody Mary. We've talked about that. Ah, Bloody Mary. Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Well, if we're going to bring up the Bloody Mary, there's only one. Well, there's only aficionado. one. There's only one Puba of the I, Bloody Mary. I had the original. <laughs> I, had, I had the original Bloody Mary last weekend. How was at it? At the St. Regis. And how was that? It was great. It was great. It wasn't. It wasn't a Dimitri's. I'll be honest. It wasn't. It wasn't a Dimitri's. Can, can we? Can we? I, I, by I, the way, Puba's eyes just lit this? up when yeah. he said it wasn't a Dimitri's. <laughs> Puba's eyes just—it's true. Shot out of his head. It's true. He's so proud. He's can so we, proud. Can we share with the listener what Puba has so grace, graciously shared with all of us in terms of the Bloody Mary? And I sure. say this quickly as a guy who was never in love with a Bloody Mary, but once Puba imparted. His wisdom, I, I, I'm converted. So please, please do tell. Sure. So um, uh, it's okay. So there's a Bloody Mary mix. Uh, it's a solution called Dimitri's. <laughs> it's a concentrate. It's a solution. It is. It's that's. It's a liquid solution it's that a chemical you add compound. To tomato juice. Uh, it's called Dimitri's, um, and it's outstanding. It's outstanding. And I discovered this this elixir so to speak, <laughs> uh, this, this secret sauce, which is, is exactly what it is. It comes in a bottle and it's, and it's, it's not substantial. It, 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 well, yeah. I mean, it comes in a, you a, don't a need solution. Much. Yeah. You don't need much of it. Um, so, uh, I, at the time I was working, uh, on, uh, in, on 29th and, and Madison Avenue in New York city. And there was a Houston's, yeah. uh, on uh, right there in that neighborhood it was probably on 28th and park or something like that and uh and this is a this is long long ago this is this is in the 90s the the late 90s and we and the, of course like any houston's like every houston since the inception <laughs> of houston's they get packed so uh we would go there at like 11 30 11 45 for to get a seat Mad you know, the, You're a true madman. True madman. Yeah. At the bar to get a Bloody Mary and I love the Hickory Burger. They had this thing called the Hickory Burger at the time. And to get a hamburger and, a, and have start start off with the Bloody Mary. And the Bloody Marys were they, they would serve these Bloody Marys up, you know? And it was like they were so good. And we developed, of course, a relationship. 
uh, <laughs> that's what bar, does with the bartender yeah. like, you relationship know, does. like I do yeah. you know uh, once you know you start talking you exchange names and phone numbers and everything else <laughs> phone numbers and phone numbers and whatever <laughs> it is bloody. yeah they get, yeah exactly you know uh, put it in the Nokia at the time uh, <laughs> Nokia <laughs> the Nokia cell phone anyway you know, hey can you stick her what was, that, what was that game you played on the Nokia snake or snake. what snake snake <laughs> game. Yeah. I love that game exactly so anyway so so we would go and I would meet this this fraternity brother of mine who worked in the same neighborhood and and we would meet you know once or twice a month for lunch at Houston's and have a Bloody Mary and a hamburger and uh so we get, developed this relationship what is this what and the guy pulled out the Dimitri's uh bottle it's like that 24 ounce bottle that you can get on Amazon right and at the time there's no Amazon there's no there's barely even an internet and he pulls out this this button. He goes, yeah, this is how we make it. This is what we use at all the Houstons. Um, and I said, oh, wow. So we liked it so much <laughs> that we would tip the bartender and he would, there was no way to get it because they only sold it commercially. It wasn't sold. It wasn't distributed in retail stores. There was no, I was like, how do we find this? Like, there's no way to find it. So we would buy the Dimitri's Buddy Mary <laughs> from behind the bar from the bartender. We, so we would You're, tip him whatever we took, whatever it took, 20 bucks. Here, it's, there's $20. Here's another 20. Give us a bottle of this stuff. And we found, we discovered the Dimitris. And then, you know, at with the advent of the internet and everything else, and the product was so good, it was more like widely distributed years later. And I've been a fan ever since. So... The thing about the Dimitri's Bloody Mary mix is that there's no horseradish in it. It's really, it's like a Worcestershire-based, black pepper-based kind of mix. And it you, when you when you just put a little bit of that, whatever you, you know, the, a little bit well, of squeeze. Well, give, the, give the full recipe. you got a okay. very regimented So, so you know, you, you, you put ice in the glass, you put the vodka in the glass, and then you just squeeze what you want i mean you get the ratio of how much you want in there it's a squeeze it's like a half ounce call it of the solution that's got everything you need in the bloody mary right there and then you just add fresh tomato juice to it and mix it up maybe squeeze a lemon in there maybe you know or a lime we have to we have to be specific on the tomato juice though and you got to use Sacramento. Sacramento tomato juice. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. And they also have a have a product, Dimitri's, called Rimshot. It's a like 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 it's a it's a spice mix that you wet the the rim of the glass. And <laughs> yeah, you, you wet the, it and you dip the rim of the glass into that stuff just a tip. prior to making the drink, and then you just fill it up and you've got and you when you mix the Rimshot the, the Rimshot <laughs> seasoning on the rim. With the, I mean, it's the best it's Bloody Mary. Yeah. It's heaven, and and, and I, I I think that I've converted everybody to Dimitri's yeah. Bloody Mary mix. So go on to Amazon, buy Dimitri's Bloody Mary mix, mix it you, with fresh tomato juice because because buying pre-made Bloody Mary mix is a joke. You want fresh tomato juice plus this a little splash of this Dimitri's, and I, and trust me, every listener out there who's listening right now. This will be the best Bloody Mary that you're ever going to have in your life. It's going to be better than the Bloody Mary that you had at the Four Seasons. St. Regis. Regis. Or the St. Regis or wherever the hell you stayed. Bougie, bougie, bourgeois. At the, at, right? It's better. 
It's better. I have to and say. And then the only way, the only way I've been able to duplicate it is the following recipe, and I'll give it right now really fast, is the only way you can do it is vodka, right? Old Bay, a couple splashes of Old Bay, celery salt, black pepper. Ooh, the celery salt. Uh, absolutely. Nice. Well, that's nice. a staple in everybody. Yeah. Love, yeah. Old Bay, celery salt, black pepper, a squeeze of lemon, Worcestershire, a dash of Red Hot, Frank's Red Hot, mix it up. That's no, that, no that, horseradish. That, did we write that down? No horseradish. Okay. No I like horseradish. fucking horseradish. I like horseradish. No fucking horseradish. I like horseradish. Fucking no. I want horseradish. I don't like it. Me I too. like so horseradish. As, as someone, as someone who's not a vodka drinker. I like it in cocktail sauce. As someone who's not, not a vodka drinker and having, uh, you're like the great evangelist for all this shit. Like the, the <laughs> Rover, the, we'll get to the Rover at oh, some we'll point. Oh, yeah, we'll get to the Rover, the Bloody Mary, the rim shots, everything. You know the various uh, cigars you bring into the into the forum, uh, the Lizard Forum. You're an evangelist, and as a as someone who does, I don't like vodka. I I mean I drink brown liquor. I drink rum, brown rum. I drink yellow añejo tequila, aged tequila, and obviously scotch. And I've never been a vodka drinker, but this drink has has converted me. Mm. I, I agree. I we, agree. We need to do a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, a Bloody brunch. Mary episode oh, of the Lizards that. podcast. By the way, pairs better than you would think. A Bloody Mary it, it really pairs does. pretty well with the cigar. Now, honestly, got to do it. Puba sent a photograph of a Bloody Mary that he made one day. It was the most beautiful looking drink I've ever seen. We're going to do it. We got to well, do an episode. It's got to be at Puba's place. But, but to Puba's point, I, I was the biggest skeptic of Bloody Mary's just period. I never understood the appeal. There are few alcohols I don't like. I think the only thing I don't drink is gin. That's that's the only it's, thing. It's great at brunch. I don't though. drink gin. And, and we, I, we're I like just, the same. We're the late breakfast. We, we are. Oh. We are. And, and I just couldn't understand. I said, what is this appeal? There's almost no alcohol I don't enjoy. Why do people love Bloody Mary's? And Puba sat in my, in my lounge and he says, Senator, you have not had a proper Bloody. And he, it's so funny because <laughs> so he describes cool. this recipe to me. And sure enough, I go on my laptop after that. I'm Googling <laughs> Dimitri's and I, I put it in my Amazon cart, but I hadn't actually ordered it yet. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a few other things. Fast forward, like the next day, I get a package, <laughs> I open it up and it's a Dimitri's bottle. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is really weird. I thought it was in my Amazon cart. I don't remember hitting order, but you know, maybe I did. I was very confused. And Puba sends me a, sends me a text <laughs> maybe the next day. And he goes, he goes, did you like the gift? Oh, cool. And then I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, what is he talking about? And I'm like, holy shit. So he sent the Dimitris <laughs> to my house. That's cool. I then go to the supermarket. I get some Sacramento tomato juice. I've got all the other stuff. I then order the rim shot from uh, Amazon as well. Amazon's got everything you need for fellow lizards out there. Oh, yeah. And it's been life-changing. I mean, I start most Saturday mornings with the Puba-approved <laughs> Bloody Mary recipe. It's so incredible. It's you're so such a, you're and when such you a light up, <laughs> exactly. When you, when you, when you sit out on your deck and light up a D4 with that, with a bloody? Oh, oh, it's outstanding. It's yeah. fucking phenomenal. It's, you're in heaven. It's, you're in heaven. Puba, you are a mensch. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of the uh, 1935 Linea Maltese. Let's do a uh, rating on this thing. You guys ready? Let's do it. Sure. Rooster, you're up. I'm going to give it a strong nine i wish i could go like mid nines but it's got to be a 
It's a strong nine. Puba? I'm with you. I'm with your rooster. I, 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 it's, this is tough. It's outstanding. I, and I want to just preface my rating by saying it's outstanding. The construction, the burn, everything is, 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 it's, I think with more age, it, it's, with more age, it's a 10. It's very, very good. I'd like to give it a 10. But I don't think I can. I think I got to give it a nine. I think in five years, this is a 10. I think in five years, it's a 10. Yeah, no it doubt. It just needs more time, but it is damn good. Very good. Gizmo? I hope I don't get kicked out. Oh, God. oh here we oh, go. No. I may get kicked out of here tonight. I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, right. A very right. strong eight, like an 89 out of 100, but a very strong eight. All right. Wow. That's bold. I'm going to give this a nine. All right. Pagoda. Uh, just wanted to make sure this five years thing is it because you're gonna you're gonna age or is the cigar gonna age? Uh, but <laughs> oh, the knife again! The knife. The shank. The shank, the shank is, is out. out. Oh, the shank is here. Pagoda is shanking everyone. There is just no no it taking cover to Having said that, unless you can't, you can't age one without the other. Pagoda. <laughs> Another, see, another flavor profile. Another aphorism from uh, the Red Rooster in the corner. We wish we could, uh, but yeah, a nine. I I really enjoyed this stick. It it actually it made me smile in between. I don't know why, but I was smiling while smoking. And you know, when you're smiling when you're smoking, it definitely deserves a nine. Uh, excellent stick. Thank you, Puba. That was Grindr? great. I mean, I so if if. This whole round number thing is 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 bonkers to me. Um, uh, frankly, I would give it if I could give it a nine five. I would give it a nine five. I, I would agree. With um, but I'm I'll give it a nine because I I would rate this higher than an, for me an exclusivo um, uh, from a previous podcast as a calibration uh, method. But this uh, is an uh, for all intents and purposes, it's a nine. For me. I agree. Bam. Yeah, I'm at a nine. I think this is a top ten Cuban of all time. Whoa. Top 10, not top five, top 10. Love I it. fell in love with this cigar tonight. I'm down to about an inch of this cigar, and the strength of it, for me, the profile is getting more intense. The beautiful notes that we got initially carry all the way through at a more intense point now that where I am with the cigar. It's a nine all day long. It could easily be a 10. I'm not an expert on aging Cubans. It could get better. Maybe it stays the same. I don't know. I'm at a nine. Better. Yeah. Fantastic, delicious cigar. All right, so the former lizard rating, which I clearly ruined, is an eight point nine. I, 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 yeah, that's not. I think that's a, still a strong. That's a very that's a strong, strong recommend. recommend. Very that's a strong yeah, recommend. Absolutely, very yeah, fair absolutely. rating. Solid recommend. And for I sure. also want to be clear for for just so I don't know everyone I, understands I, where these ratings are coming from. Anything over an eight is a strong recommend. Absolutely, absolutely. Period. Absolutely. We should we should publish the uh, the grading scale. I this goes back to my my uh, conniption about the grading skill. The fact that we're, this is lower than an exclusivo is a little silly. It's a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, would, I would disagree. I, I disagree with that. That's I'm me. sorry. That, that's actually disagree. where I, I'm glad that Gizmo is saying the same because I, I will put an exclusivo over this any day of the week. Absolutely. Yes. Me too. Yes. Especially I agree with you. When you bring in the price. 100% Senator. There's you're bringing no doubt the price. about it. This but, is a forty dollars cigar. Forty dollars cigar. The exclusivo is fourteen dollars. Yeah. See, as far as I'm it's concerned, it's a better stick. I'm sorry. If I may, I never really consider the cost of a cigar; it's the experience of a cigar. 
I really don't care what it costs. You, you have to rate don't this care. cigar and on its own. Even with that, you're saying you would still put an exclusivo. I would over put this. an exclusivo over this because of the classic nature of the exclusivo. But this is such a. Del- it's, you know, it's a, it's different. It's a different smoke. It's a completely different world. Right. This so particular cigar. So you have to give it the rating based on just this cigar. Yeah. Okay. Now, if but you're not comparing something. it to any but other. Let me cigar. say something. Let me say something. And I know I gave it an eight, but I look at the first episode, Partagas Maduro one. I'll take that cigar over this any day. I agree. Same with that. thing. But that cigar. But hold on, it's not a fair comparison, and I'm going to tell you why. That cigar had six years of age on it. This is a 2019 cigar. This is this is that that's it's not a fair comparison. The, yeah. You know, that's it, fair. It, it's not a fair comparison. That's, that's fair. And also, the Exclusivo has is an, is is also aged tobacco. It is. It's older. Four years. It, it is older. It's older. So I, I I mean I think if you pick this stick up, I think this is so I want to I'd like to just wrap it up in in terms of saying this cigar is a great cigar. It's a great representation of Monte Cristo. The construction, the burn, the combustion, everything's been great about it. So I give it a nine only because it gets a nine today because it needs more time. This is a world-class stick. World-class. It's a world-class stick. It It just needs a little more age. And I think that if we pick these up three years from now or four years from now, it's a much different experience. Even two. And and, and, and so for me, it gets a nine today. So it's not con- fair to compare a 2015. That's fair. I mean, the age thing is certainly fair. But honestly, Maduro that's fair. One, the, the, to, to this cigar because it just hasn't laid down long enough. So, so it's not it's just not a great a cigar. Comparison. It's not just a great. For me, this is an excellent cigar. It's an excellent cigar. Excellent. Not great. It's world, excellent. It's excellent. It's a world class smoke. There's no doubt about it. And it's a premium cigar. So today it's a nine, with a lot of potential. I think to be something greater tomorrow. Well, I think that we should look to pick this up in a couple of years then and and see where we, we rate it again. You know, I agree. And, and let's just be clear, an 8.9 is a cigar that every single lizard in this room would pick up and happily seek out and smoke again. Yeah, absolutely. And, and gentlemen, it's a really I'm good down. cigar today. It's a great preview, I think, of what this could be moving forward. I'm down to a half inch and I want more. It's really something else. Really good. Puba, thank you. Puba, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank Absolutely you, fantastic. Grinder, thank you for the uh, 20 year scotch. Fantastic pairing tonight. Fantastic. And uh, with an 8.9, we'll see you guys next week. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us lounge lizards pod, P O D. That's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.